0: Okay, Erev Tov, we're about to start the uh, next chapter in the But I said there's one more thing we have to discuss to, to finish up Vav. We're discussing Ish and Isha. Remember you said there's three translations. The obvious translation, mm-hmm. a male and a female human being. Then the borrowed terms regarding animals. And then the intellectual one, that's talking about connection of two entities, where we said the two curtains are connected to each other. And we applied it also to brother and sister. We talked about the idea of Homer and Sura. We mentioned the Kleoker who talks about that idea as well. There's always gotta be a female component, a male component. And there's the one that gives. The, Hashem is the only one that gives. There's no such thing as him receiving by definition. Everybody else receives and gives, receives and gives, receives and gives. Okay. And, but the question is, so what is direction does this take us all in? So, again, this safer from Rav uh, Shlomo Toledano, a more, more recent safer. um, as, as we'll, we'll spend certain classes more on this, but he maintains the Rambam was not just a rationalist. He really knew Kabbalah, but concealed the Kabbalah. That's, the jury's out on that, and you'll we'll decide for yourself. But he said, we talk about Isha and Isha. That also is very much the same, because we're going to talk about Yeled coming up tonight, I hope we get to it. Got Ish, Isha, Isha, Yeled. So what's another term for Isha and Isha when you have a Yeled? Abonima. Yeah, that's, that's for sure, right? When you talk about Isha and Anisha, that's one thing. But when the Isha and the Isha have a Yelad, which they can have, and it can only be sorry, to, but whatever the psychologists are saying, it can only be with a, a biological male and a biological female, can only have a biological child. That's still the rule. Sorry, doesn't change. But now, when they have a Yelad, it becomes Abonima. And Abba and Ema are very big Kabbalistic terms. Because oh, yeah. we know Abba is aka Chachmah and Bina. Ima is AKA Bina. Right. And what is Chachmah? Chachma is the source of all realities, so to speak. When we talk about the spheros, the spheros start with Chachma Bina Das. Right. Okay, there's kesser, but that's not an essential sphero. I don't want to get into that. But anyway, but, it, but all the spheroes start from chachma until they come to their final physical and spiritual realities. Okay? And just like the father is the source of all that comes after that because he gives the sperm to the mother. Bina is a uh, ima is the code word for bina because it receives the hashpa from the Abba, which is the Chachmah, and then we come to the Bina. okay? And it could very well be that this is what the Rambam is alluding to, okay? Now let's think about it. Chochmah says this is information. Chochmah is processing raw information. Now, from the Chochmah, it can now feed into Bina. Bina now takes that information and now, what can I do with that information? What are the, uh, when I reflect on it, what is the logical uh, outgrowth of that information? Like we've explained many times, Chachma is the, the analysis, you know, we, we did studies on smokers, right? It's the data. Isn't the, data it? the data, the data, the data. And the, right? is, and the data is data. Now you got to take the data. What does the data mean? It means smokers have a higher chance of getting cancer. That's Bina. Uh Also, Chachma is, as we said on the Shabbos class, Chachma is, well, this is the idea, but the Venus says, well, wait a minute, is that going to be practical? Let's see Let's see if you're going to really do this. You know, it's interesting. I'm not, again, I'm not taking sides, but like people are saying, you know, in the Middle East, you know, if America is going to say, if you cross the red line, you're going to do this, bombing Palestine, you know. So I'm just giving this an example, only a bina. I'm not even saying it's correct bina. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to say, oh, you know, like this, this guy was, seemed to be a fairly decent guy, but he says, you know, all the uh, Republicans say, just bomb Gaza, ba- just bomb Gaza. He says, you know, there's going to be a, something happens after you bomb Gaza, you realize that. You just bombed the heck out of Gaza, you know what's going to happen next, that the Hezbollah is going to start doing things. I mean, that's a little bit of Bina, no? It's just, I'm not saying right or wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the consequences. And America is not as strong as it was in the 90s. And they're not able to retaliate on everything. And if they're going to start hitting Hezbollah, well, guess right, Iran can wipe out the United States ships that are in the Mediterranean. And he goes on, it's like, I don't know if it's true or not, it's just like, what an example of Bina. It could be incorrect, Bina. It. it but again, you know, we, we just believe Hashem's in charge, and that's going to happen anyway. But you know, but what he didn't explain, after all this beautiful explanation, says, "And let's go the other way. We don't bomb Gaza. <laughs> Where? How come I didn't hear any chachma that way? Let's think of the bina. If you don't bomb Gaza, what does that mean? It's quiet for a couple months, and then I'll do it again. <laughs> Where, where's your bina, Buster? But I guess he's more interested in the United States, doesn't care about Israel. But I'm just saying, so Chochmah is like kind of one side. Chochmah has a certain unity because it only thinks about this way. Bina is sort of disunity, saying, wait a minute, you want to do this? Well, let's see what happens in the real world when you do that. We now are dealing with all kinds of issues over here. How are we going to resolve that? And again, that's what this guy was saying, you know, it would really be nice if the people in charge in America would, would think it through to this logical conclusion and come up with a solution. Now, normally, you know, you can use your das to say, okay, now I got the chachma, I got the bina, now how am I gonna live in this reality? And a good way of defining das, I found a very good English translation that I kind of come together. It's the conscious unity through analysis. In other words, when you have Chochmah, you don't think, bomb, just, just bomb them. That's Chochmah. <laughs> There's no diversity. Das, da, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's going to be consequences. Also, we've got a lot of diversity. I don't know what, and that's why we don't know what to do in Israel. And it's such a situation, in my opinion, really, it defies DAS. <laughs> it's an undosable situation. You understand what I'm saying? Because usually, Das gives you some, like, somewhere to go. Here, we really don't have anywhere to go. If, if you really think it, you know, we get emotional, and I understand that, and we just just bomb out this and that. But you got to realize there is a soul. Obeying. So, if you say, "Well, Hashem's involved," oh, that's a whole different layer of dots. But the point being, what the Rambam is 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 telling us over here that. We're talking about last chapter. Let's not be too hasty in trying to understand who Hashem is. Remember, none of them have you. They were very hasty. They said, oh, yeah. well, based on what we know, this yeah. is what Hashem is. Now, what was their problem? They're using Chochmah. Right. They're using chokmah, And they're sincere. We're not they're, But their Chochmah so is falling short so of what's supposed to happen. Moshe, on the other hand, he says, wait a minute. I'm seeing a lot of things over here. Uh, my initial reaction is the Chachma reaction. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is not just a burning bush. This is not just God manifesting in physical ways. I'm afraid to look. You know, there's other options on the table. And it's going to take me years. And we know that Moshe represents, besides the Mida of Netzach, he also represents Das. Well, he's Das Torah. He's Das. Mm-hmm. Which mean, and that t- took time. He didn't get that on day one. He didn't get that at the burning bush. At the burning bush, he had chachma. He had Chochmah. And, uh, but the, da, the the Bina was nudging at him and saying, wait a minute, you know, you just, don't, don't look so fast. There's a lot of other things and I really don't understand anything. And that could really be the deeper shot in the Medrash that Hashem spent 40 days teaching him in Torah at he forgot, he still didn't understand it. And at the end, Hashem had to give it to him as a gift. So you see that Moshe is the one who really represents this kind of das. So it could very well be that if the, the Rambam is saying, we have to realize to come to, to talk about Hashem in a serious way, Mysa Merkava, maysa Bereshus. You know what? We first got to know there is an Isha and an Isha, an Abba and an Ema, there's Chachma and Bina. And the Chachma gives, and the Bina receives. But then, as we'll see afterwards, but when the Bina receives, they're supposed to produce a Yeled. And the Yeled will be the Das. And then when you have the Das, now you could try to really understand these concepts that are there in a real way. This is all subtly hinted to that if those who would like to take a Kabbalistic approach, this could be one that fits in very nicely. Okay, that just closes that topic. Okay, now we move on to prayer Zion. Okay, it's it's a longer pair, but it's not hard at all. It really is not hard at all. Once once we start, we're starting to get used a little bit to the way the Rambam talks, and, and uh, we're able to finagle our way around. So now we're going to talk about Yeled. Wait, the Ram's going to tell us there's five definitions, the basic one, and four, again, um, what do we call it, um, borrowed terms. Yeled What's the concept of a yeled? so mizos do The Pashib Shat, which is very true, it's being born, a baby that's born, physical baby that's born. It's a yeled, yalda, whatever. The Pasek says, the lo banim, they were born. That's the Posh But once we borrow the term and we try to find, you know, what are other understandings of this, he's going to give us four more. One is, It's bringing natural things into existence. Meaning, um, things that did not exist that Hashem created from nothing. We see that verb is used in Tehillim, Harim Yuladu, before the mountains were born. Now, a mountain does not get born. So, what does it mean? Before they were created. Creating something from nothing, you see, we use the word Yelid. Okay, there is a certain similarity. A baby wasn't there and now was there. Right? When they got married, they had the Isha, the Isha, I don't see no baby. They're there nine months together, all of a sudden I see a baby. Okay? So in a certain way, in a certain way, the baby is Yesh Mayayan. <laughs> there was no baby, It was nothing, not even a beginning of a baby. And all of a sudden, boom, there's a baby. So you could see a little similarity, and we could use the word, creating something from nothing. That's the definition. It's also vegetation sprouting out. Mashetatsmiach, damos baleda, that's similar to giving birth, as the Pasuk says in Yeshayah, the earth gives birth and sprouts. Same idea. It was not, it just had ground, and now you got tomatoes coming out of it. Okay. hazman, we borrowed them also, for when new things happen in time, okay, events happen. And we use, as if they were born, as it says, no one knows what the next day gives birth to. Fascinating. You know, what's going to happen, right? Because, did anybody know three weeks ago, what was going to happen in Israel? Wouldn't you say in a way, it was like, not totally something from nothing because the Palestinians were there, but from our perspective of life, it's in, that that came out of nowhere. I mean, okay, it's Palestinians, but no one was expecting this. Or let's say the, let's say 30 years ago, did anybody even? If I would have tried to describe to you the web, 30 years ago, you go, I don't know what science fiction movies you're you're reading. This is this. There's no such thing. All of a sudden, he gave birth to the World Wide Web. So that's like, it was never there before. No one even could understand it could happen. What about 12, from 30 years ago GPS? Or, you, uh, or mean, just like, or just your life turn was, left. Turn, right. you you, your turn, life, right. turn left, turn Let's say your life your life was normal and all of a sudden you won the lottery, $20 billion. Whoa, that's something from, the, your life will never be the same again after that. Something just happened. Or has some, something bad. It's just the same idea. And the fifth one is vushalaod lechidusha machshavos, when a person thinks about something, and when he thinks about something and that he didn't realize before, and he comes up with thinking about something else. You know, oh, while well, we're talking about that, you know, it reminds me about that. Well, it wasn't even on the my brain screen. A brand new derivation is that. No, no, no. It's just like uh, something like out of nowhere. Just you're thinking about something else, right? When you're thinking about something, you know, you, you come up with some ideas um, that you didn't think about beforehand. So it's like, we'll call it a, a, a brainstorm. A brainstorm. Uh, this idea popped into my mind. I gave birth to this idea. Or or let's say resultant opinions. In other words, well, I've got from all this, I can now derive a thesis. So sometimes your mind, you have this information, it leads you to another piece of information or it could lead you to a thesis. As it says, and this is in the negative way now, they gave birth to lies. In other words, they come up with false ideologies. It says, that uh from the Yal from strange children they please themselves. It doesn't mean physical children, it mm-hmm. means strange ideas. Yaspiku Hambedeo Sam. Their ideas have now pleasing themselves. And these are foreign ideas. And that's how the Targum Yoinus translates it. That pusik he says and they walk in the customs of the nations of the world okay for example uh, a nice from Yid gets off the boat in America in the 1900s also decides to take a shave tear off his keeper and put on a three-piece suit well he's he's definitely got some new ideas okay where did that it gave birth to new ideas that, that that's you know, now, you know, you're not an old Haredi guy. You've got to be a modern dress guy and fit into the crowd and everything else. And that would be Shekir to that extent where your mom is not behaving like a Jew. And now this takes us to another critical point. from this, made ish If somebody teaches somebody something that's really true, genuine, and worthwhile, let's say I teach you a Mishnah. I teach you Torah. What are we going to say? Now, what does that mean? I'm putting das das into your head. And you've improved his das. It's like you gave birth to that person. He now understands that thing. So let's say you're Makar of a Jew to Torah. Secular Jew knows nothing about Torah. You teach him Torah. You teach him about the beauty of Yiddishkeit. The guy changes the way he thinks. The Morah says anyone who teaches someone Torah is like he gave birth to him. That's You're what. It's, Aaron with it, with the, the Aaron that's why it says Iron Sons. It mentions Moshe as the father. Yeah. Children of Moshe are. What do you mean Moshe? No, whoever teaches his friends, sons Torah is like he gave birth to them. And what's the bit? The 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 source from the. Uh, from the written text, what do we call students of prophets? You go to prophet school, they don't call them students, they call them (laughs) children of the navim. As I will explain when I discuss child. Now, before we go on, there's a very beautiful piece over here again from Rav Tolidano, And he asked a simple question. We have five items Five definitions were listed, yeah. okay? We started with child. birth of a child, and that is what we call medaber, a speaking person. The next one, we talk about the world, the mountains. That's inanimate objects. Then we talk about what? Plants. Okay. Is there, does there seem to be any order? Because we know there's a level of inanimate plant, animal, speaker. You'd you'd expect some kind of flow. The problem would, but he's saying speaker that's on the top, inanimate that's the bottom, plants in the middle, and wait a minute, where is animals? Why are we talking about animals? Okay, and then we talk about historical appearance historical appearance and then we talk about mental appearance so what's going on over here it's very strange the order so the uh, he explains that uh, we're taught the order is not based on just that type of order but rather he's talking about the more the bigger hiddish that's something that's even more miraculous one from the next. And that follows a very good order. We go stronger and stronger. Let's take a look. The, the, the first astonishing thing is a birth of a child, which is awesome. Because, you know, how does it come? you have a child from nowhere? That, that's like, that's awesome. But that that's going to be the lowest. What? <laughs> that's the lowest? Well, he says, but a bigger pella is when God made the mountains because that was yesh may I incompletely. There was nothing, it was zero. But a baby at least, you had egg and sperm. Okay, it's not a lot, but at least it's something. The rock, who made the rock? where did it come from? It came from nothing. Okay? Now, the next one that becomes very wondrous is that very rock that's inanimate How does an inanimate thing grow crops? Now, God, I get it. God is great. God can whip out from nothing something. But inanimate, which means it's dead. How from something dead can you make something alive? God is at least, quote unquote, alive. I'm not meaning to say that the earth is more powerful than God. That's not what I'm meaning to say. But it's more wondrous. You understand? I mean, God doing it is wondrous. But the earth doing it? It's dead rock. Okay? And what's even greater is how time changes. Because haven't you had people predicting things? All the experts predict and it doesn't happen. He gives an example. And that's really a Yesh Mayayim because there was like nothing there's like not they're not even God there's only like nothing and and it's interesting he gives an example he says this is in 1991 that was desert what was that you know with Iraq desert what storm. what do they call it? Desert storm? desert storm yeah okay anyway the historian said war. oh no <laughs> I'm not that one I'm sorry 1991 is when the Berlin Wall fell down <laughs> Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, I guess he made him mistake. No, it's. Oh, I'm sorry. In 1991, a famous historian said, okay, about the falling of the Berlin Wall and the coming apart of, of the Soviet Union. You know what he says? This like an expert historian. A lot of people felt this way. He said, this is the end of the Cold War. It's the end of all wars. <laughs> he wrote that in early night. This end of we got, the enemy's gone. Let's not uh, uh, try to remember. This is already thirty years ago. How did we feel when Russia went down? They were the enemy, right? China was nobody then. Remember, relatively nobody. Chinese food, right? And, and and everything that went on, Korea, all these things was all Russia. Russia fell, and Mamish fell. it's democracy. Democracy won. The wars are over. He wrote it in 1991, and then in, in the in the little bit later, Gulf War. Gulf War. <laughs> so, like, what are you talking about? Can you? And the, and that, that came out of nowhere. I mean, it's hard to remember. Like, were you kind of surprised? Like, why did he? This is a year and after Russia's down. Where's this Mishugan coming? It's like out of nowhere. So so unpredictable. And then, so what's now, even more unbelievable, is the creation of thoughts. Where's the thought come from? Yeah, about how, how was Einstein able to understand relativity? Like, what, what kind of, where did that come from? Huh. Yeah, but where did that come from? Hashem. I understand, but it's not even based on, on anything. Oh, ah, so now why, now you understand why we didn't mention animals. Because there's no chiddush with animals. Hmm. That's why. Like, of course, you can call it that, but that doesn't meet the needs over here. There's no chiddush with the animals. Why is there no chiddush with the animals? Nothing. An additional chiddush that we don't have. If you have human, it's covered by people, obviously, yeah. and it doesn't have the chiddush of plants, right? Doesn't have the chiddush of inanimate. So it's subsumed within the human being, so to speak. So what's the point of bringing it? It might be true, but it's not adding any knowledge to this. Okay, so now... uh, One second. I'm trying to get to the next... Oh, so now we're going to... I'm going to just lead you into the question that the Rambam now has developed this information that will tell us the following question. And we're just going to leave it like this. The Rambam... talked about the whole idea of Tzalem and the Moose in the first chapter, mm-hmm. right? And we said Tzalem and Moose are relative terms. When Hashem says, mm-hmm. Let us make man in our image. Okay. We're going to see in a minute, it's going to say the passage that Man gave birth in his image, in his form. We're talking about Adam Marisham. Adam Marisham has got a physical body. Right? So if man has a physical body, what can he give his kids? Genetics. Right? So now, how did God create Adam in his own image? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? When, when I say that Two, a man and a woman gave birth to a child in their image. What am I saying? A little, little kind, little I Like they got their dad's genes. The genes are physical. We well, didn't say that about God with man. What are you going to do with that? So now the answer is going to come because you don't know what Yalad means. <laughs> That's why I have to explain what, you understand what the question is. If I don't tell you what Yalad yeah, means, yeah, yeah. So even I could say, well, when, when I said that man is in God's image, it doesn't mean God's image. God has no image in It's that. It mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, But man has an image. He creates bad. his child in his image. Okay. So now if man has an image, his child has an image. So how could man be in the image of God? Well, you said it was the essence of God. Okay, right, really- so what's the essence that me can give to my kid if it's not physical? That's gonna be the discussion okay. for tomorrow. Okay? That's that's the lead in. Good good All good right. Excellente. Oh, yeah. This is very interesting. You know, once we got past the initial